Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Well, good morning, Karen. I have another wonderful grandma story. Oh, I have a perfect grandma name. And I, th- I feel like it could be grandma f- or the fall of the grandmas. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. Let's just put that out there. I'm just saying, it just seems to be where there's one story after another and they're heartwarming and we're learning from them. Lovely. I'm loving this. Okay. What's her name? Grandma is going to be Hilda. Okay. I extra love this because it was one of the aunts in Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was growing up. Oh, I remember that. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm glad that you did like that show, given what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So really, I have to start this off uh, on a very personal note. So uh, when I got up the morning of this particular session where the grandma comes through. So the grandma is passed over. She's dead. Hilda's dead. When I woke up that morning, I had diarrhea. And I had it three times as I was moving around, getting ready, having coffee with you, um, just doing our regular things in the morning. I also felt nausea that would come hang around a little bit, maybe for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, it would pass. And then I would think, okay, I'm going to be okay. And then I would get a little bit of fatigue, 
Oh, go ahead. I super love to think about the fact that some people are here for the 320-something show, and they're like, wow, that's some really tough synesthesia Karen's going through. And some people showed up for the first time today, and they're like, wow, she just told us she had diarrhea three times. (laughs) Where is this going? I thought I was talking about alternative health on this podcast. (laughs) I thought Uh, mediums were chatting about the other world. What the heck? Why mm -hmm. is she talking about her bowels? So just to clarify for for listeners, wherever you're at, um, what we do, part of what we do is called mere touch synesthesia, meaning that we feel what other people feel, physically, mentally, emotionally, et cetera. And part of the difficulty with the synesthesia is in these in-between moments where we we aren't yet sitting down with clients, we're going through our physical symptoms, as you're describing, trying to check in with the other side to say, okay, is this my stuff and I need to cancel my day? Is this the person I'm about to channel? Is this the person I'm going to be channeling for? And mm-hmm. I need to just sort of like stick it out, observe, and use this as affirmations. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that, Kelly. Mm -hmm. I I appreciate that. So please continue with your graphic symptoms. (laughs) There is a parental advisory sticker on here too. So (laughs) you can talk about diarrhea all you want. (laughs) I wish I didn't have to, but okay. (laughs) So I had this upset stomach. Oh yeah, pardon me. Then I moved into that I felt fatigue and I felt like I needed to have a nap. So I did. I Mm. went and lay down in the treatment room. I think I had a nap for maybe 15, 20 minutes. When I woke up, I felt really good. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe it was a little bit of my own. So I stood up and I started moving around again. And then back again, I am into the washroom for the fourth time with a little bit more diarrhea. And it was like, holy jumping. It's right before my appointment with my client. So I went down, sat down um, uh, because it was long distance over Zoom. And as soon as the client came on the screen, I'm so excited to say, okay, do you have diarrhea? (laughs) Before I even got through consent. (laughs) Sometimes you got to break the boundary before you set it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or something. So this woman comes on. I've never seen her. It was her first time. Mm -hmm. And what what are you going to name her? Oh, yes. Uh, Annabelle. So I said, Annabelle, before we get started, I got to ask you, have you had diarrhea today? And some woman in the background (laughs) starts laughing. (laughs) And um, Annabelle doesn't say anything. And this other woman walks over, a younger woman, and she says, that's me, Karen. And I'm like, oh, hi. She goes, I listen to your podcast, so I know exactly what's going on. You're picking up my stuff. And she says, but hang tight. She says, because I don't think it's just mine, and I know it's not my mom's. So the woman, Annabelle, that's my client, says to me, yes, that's correct. It's not mine. And I said, well, hold up. I said, are you looking for your, um, a mom or a grandma? And she goes, well, which one? And I said, oh, I'm not certain yet. I said, then let me keep going. Oh, my God, Kelly. As soon as I said that, I started coughing. The young lady comes back, and she's got the biggest smile on her face. And she's just she's just staring, looking at me like she's, re- like she's watching TV or something. 
And I I start coughing. I took my water bottle. I took a few sips of water. I said, I'm so sorry. And Annabelle says to me, oh, are are you okay? Are you not feeling well? And the younger woman turns to her mom and she says, no, mom, you're missing it. This is the show. This is it. (laughs) The show. (laughs) Like this. And then I started choking. Mm. Then I couldn't, you know, when you get something caught in your throat and it's that tickle Mm -hmm. and you feel like it's not just a cough, but you feel like you've got a little bit of choke going on and then it just stops instantly. And I hear a dead woman say to me, you've had a rough morning, dear. Like this. Sorry about that last one. Yeah. And so I calm down. And so I'm just sort of looking over, not near the screen anymore. I'm looking over at my wall behind the screen. Which is where we stare to get our information. Thank you. And I see this older woman who's dead appear on the board behind the computer. I can see her face and she says, I'm so sorry, honey. The nausea, she says, you know, the bowel stuff, the diarrhea that you've had, the fatigue, you know, your little nap you had this morning, the coughing, and then the choking, that's all me. She says, I'm coming through because they want validation from you that I'm here today. And those were all my symptoms before I passed. And she says, so I'm really sorry that this is how this works. She says, but you got all the symptoms and they're going to be really pleased with your work. I just think this is so humorous. And that's very sweet that she came through so calmly and kindly. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, I'm very sorry. This is how it works. Also, I capitalized on all of that. Yes. Yes, I didn't just give you like 80% of my shit show. Every shitty symptom possible, (laughs) pun intended. Yeah, no kidding, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Very good pun too. So Annabelle says to me, you you have my grandma. Mm. And I said, okay. And she says, I wasn't, I just wasn't sure because my daughter told me that you get people who are alive. And all of their symptoms, and my mom's alive, but my mom's been sick, and my grandma's passed, and she's the person who I wanted you to get today, and I just wasn't sure, and my daughter told me not to interrupt. She's, She's told me about what you and Kelly do, and that I was just to be calm and to listen, so I'm not trying to be shut down. I'm trying to be calm and listen and make sure that you have your space to be able to bring everything that you do without thinking that I'm judging you or that I'm trying to test you. Thank you, Hilda. Yeah. I mean, Annabelle. Annabelle. (laughs) Annabelle and her daughter, Mm -hmm. who's not in the session, but has just been in the background. She didn't want to be part of the session. She just stayed in the background. But she bought the gift certificate for her mom to have this experience with her Mm. great-grandma. So I thanked her. Mm -hmm. I mean... She's facilitating things so far. Oh my God. And they have set such a calm energy for everything to transpire for, for me so that they're not adding to the, to the experience of the anxiety, the diarrhea, and so on and so on, everything that I was going through. Because, you know, some clients don't realize that they add to all of the discomforts that we feel because we feel also their emotions. Mm-hmm. Plus we're picking up on grandmas. And I'm going to call her grandma because Annabelle's my client. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to stick with that in case people say, whoa, you said great grandma. That young lady is not part of the session. She's moved away. 
Annabelle's the client, and Hilda's her grandmother. Yes. So we're going to be clear about our positions. So then Hilda says to me, um, this is really cool. She says, like, I'm, I'm enjoying watching what you're going through as a human being. And I understand it because I'm on the other side. So I know what it is that you and Kelly have to do. I can describe it, but I know you and Kelly can't describe it. And that tried so hard. (laughs) And that you have to just trust it without understanding a process. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to come in. This is Hilda. And thank you for all of that. She says, I want to thank you because you're doing all of this. And on top of that, you have my granddaughter's anxiety and grief. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you have to do all of these things, which quantum physics might be able to explain, but you guys don't know how to get through and explain. And then you've got your own stuff stuff of whatever it is in a day of if your finger is sore or you've got a period and you've got pain. Thank you for outing me. <laughs> I am currently bleeding. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I <laughs> fine. I don't have a poker face. It's good. (laughs) Every woman will die laughing at that. Just the (laughs) honesty of that, eh, Kelly? Just the simplicity. And so she says, I'm so grateful. So here's Hilda thanking me. Here's Annabelle thanking me. I'm telling you, it was just, this is how the entire session went and it never changed. Mm. It never came out of that space of respect or gratitude or curiosity or just waiting to see. And and there were, I don't know, I just wanted to describe all of that because everything we do comes back down to that you and I are energy healers. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing that you and I are always focused on, even though we enjoy medium, we enjoy medical intuitive, we can do all of these different things, um, the energy is our focus. Mm-hmm. It is doing energy work. And lots of people forget that we are energy healers first and foremost Mm -hmm. before or alongside of all of the other things that we do because they just want the other stuff sometimes. So they think, oh, I'm just calling for medium. I assume that's all I'm going to get. When in fact, they're still getting all of the energy work because they consent to that at the beginning in our consent process. So both of these women totally got that. Lovely. Oh my word, Kelly, it was beautiful. So then Hilda takes out a blanket and she folds the blanket up in front of me. So I'm watching her and then she takes the blanket and she, I don't know how to say this to people, but I'm going to go ahead and then I'm going to hope that you're going to fill in and explain things. So I'll do my job. I'm, I know you'll do yours. So Hilda takes the blanket and she knits it in front of me quickly for a second. And then she shows me that she gifts it to Annabelle. And then she shows me that she walks into Annabelle's bedroom in, a, in the house that I'm looking at, and she puts it on the bed, and it's neat and folded, and she shows that the sun is shining. And then a little bit later in the day, when it's not as, it's got more shade in the room, she shows me that she has sat on the blanket, and it's a little bit rumpled. Is that good? Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, go ahead, tell her that one. It's going to be so fun. And so I tell Annabelle about the blanket. The granddaughter, her daughter, comes running back in again. (laughs) She looks at her mom and she gives her a kiss on the cheek, Mm -hmm. turns and runs away. 
That's it. She doesn't want to interfere. But she's so exuberant and so excited because she's hearing that her mom is getting these things that she needs. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Annabelle, I said, is that all correct about a blan- the blanket that she made it for you? It sits on your bed. You make it in the morning and it's like you make sure that there's no <laughs> yeah, creases. no creases, no ruffles. But at some point during the day, it looks like it's tousled. And she goes, yeah. And she goes, and I'm always accusing my partner and I'm always accusing my kids that they're the ones that are sitting on my bed and that they're sitting specifically on the blanket. And they'll say to me, no, that wasn't me. And I'll go around and I'll ask each one of them. And I said, yeah, but I said, your grandma Hilda is saying that you you pass it all off. You don't ever end up believing that it's her, even though you might walk up to your partner and each of your children and they all give you a no, you still, you still dismiss it that she's the one sitting on her own blanket and that she's trying to say, I'm present. Mm -hmm. And she started crying. And I said, are you you okay or do you need a minute? She goes, I need a minute. And we literally sit in silence together. So I have a whole minute, Kelly. Mm. And I know you know more than anybody what a gift it is to be given a whole minute of silence in a session. Mm -hmm. Especially, yeah, to be the support system that allows someone... um, Pardon me. To be the support system to facilitate the healing when someone is willing to take the silence and uh, have all of their their recognitions, their knowings, their aha moments, and let it sink in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's fun. And I think, you know, any teacher who's listening to this can, can mm-hmm. appreciate that when you reword something a student didn't get and you see the aha moment come across their face, you might get a smaller gap of silence but you see the sink-in moment. How about a therapist? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or a doctor. So, so many of them. Yeah. So many professions where it's like, oh, things are possible. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I just, uh, there's just so much gratitude to be part of that minute. Mm-hmm. And and specifically in the job that we do, correct me if I'm wrong, for someone like Annabelle, who's sitting in this moment of silence, really taking it for herself, I'm going to word it that way, I would imagine she's going through the understanding at this time going, holy shit, that was my grandmother or is my grandmother. Um, you know, there's no way Karen would know any of this. So the the aha moment of, in fact, she's here, she's in my life, she's present. But then also the moment of recognition of, fuck, I have dismissed it. I now am sitting in my humility, my remorse, my regret that I dismissed someone I love so dearly who was just trying to be here for me. You never disappoint me. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So then after that, she says to me, okay, how many other things have I missed? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. She did. And I, I saw... I, can I... Hang on a second. I really want to illustrate the way Annabelle went about that question because so many people sit down and go, what's my mom doing? How is she showing up for me? And it's, it's a test-oriented question or the intention is to test the medium. Mm-hmm. Well, I told her I wanted her to come back as one thing, tell me what she's supposed to be and what my sign is. And again, it's from this place of probably mostly anxiety and fear and grief, but it comes out mean. 
And Annabelle has worded it in a way of, oh, I fucked up. Please tell me what I've missed so I can get the lessons. And this isn't about testing the medium. This is about getting my ducks in a row and making sure I don't make the same mistake twice and miss love. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love this grandma show. So Hilda shows me my card, which you know is sitting on my desk and it's got three butterflies on it Mm. and they're pink. My butterflies are pink. She says to me, the butterflies, but do not tell her pink or you'll make a mess. They're monarch. Mm. And I went, oh, okay. So I said, one of the other signs is monarch butterflies. And she says, what? And her daughter, we should have named her daughter, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, Just her daughter runs behind her going like, like pretending she's a butterfly. Physically in the room. Physically. Laughing and giggling and then just leaves the room again. Just so fun. So we ha- I had a good laugh because her mom can't see it. She's oh. facing me. <laughs> I can see it. So her mom doesn't know why I'm laughing at her, right? Mm-hmm. And then her daughter comes back into the screen, runs back and kisses her on the cheek again. And she goes, I was behind her flying like a butterfly. And so she, she runs away at, or back off, off of camera again. And then Hilda says to me, she has more children. She has a couple of sons. And I would like to say that her oldest son um, just got a job. He just found a job. And I just want her to know that I know. It's, it's a sign. Um, and, and I want to take a little, not credit, but I just want her to know that I know it. And that I wanted to be present with him when he went through his interview because he has anxiety. And um, Annabelle says he does. He has tons of anxiety. And she said, well, she says, just tell her that I, I just tried to be with him so that he could answer the questions because based on his knowledge, his personality, uh, I just wanted the interviewer to see him for who he is and not to judge him based on he had so much anxiety that he didn't get a good interview. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I learned so much just when Hilda explained that about people going into interviews and and um, not being able to really present the, their true selves because of the anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. And what a diff- I know we need interviews, but what a difficult situation it puts people into, right? Mm-hmm. So then she said, oh, that's very true. He did just get a job. And I'm so grateful we had asked her to go with him and to help him. So I'm, I'm so happy about that. And Hilda says, and on that note, Karen, she says, my granddaughter talks to me all the time and I need to discuss this. The one flitting in an, oh, no, pardon me, Annabelle. Annabelle t- uh, talks to me in her head. She has full conversations with me in her mind. She says, she also just thinks about me. And, some, and that's not a conversation. It's just a thought about me. But she also talks to me out loud. And she also talks to me out loud around other people. She doesn't just do it on her own because some people will speak to the spirit world, but they want it to be on their own. They don't want anybody else around. They don't want anybody to make fun of them or to criticize them or to say, question their sanity or I don't... Oh <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, but... I just meant for us. Oh, oh no, I know. <laughs> 
She says, but she talks out loud. And she says, and I want to show you something. So again, I just look over to the side and she shows me how Annabelle and her husband and their children have a large dining room table. It's a big, beautiful, solid wood piece. It's, it's on top. I don't know what it's on top of Kelly. You can't see underneath it. It's just a nice big piece. That's got like a really shiny finish on top so you can wash it. I don't know what you call that, but anyway, I don't know why you're stuck on it. Keep going. Um, because there's an extra chair at the table. Love it. And it's, it's her, it's her seat. And, and then she says, I'm going to go into saying that. And she goes, "Uh uh-uh, she goes, look at my chair. And so there is a chair there, just like everybody else's chair. But on the back of the chair is a sweater. And I said, Hilda, this is important. I have to get this right. Whose sweater? And she goes, it's mine. And she says, so I gave this sweater to my granddaughter, Annabelle, and her intention is to keep it and to gift it to the other little butterfly flittering around on the screen today and to pass it on as often as they can generationally. And she says, now... My other, like my great granddaughter doesn't know Annabelle's intention, so don't say it. She says, I just want you to say that it's my sweater and that I gifted it to Annabelle and that will be enough. But you could give a little wink at the end to let my granddaughter know that I know more, but I'm keeping the secret. Isn't that sweet? So sweet, mom. Oh, it's so sweet, Kelly. So I did that. I gave all that message and... um. The granddaughter w- walks in wearing the sweater, carrying the chair, just behind. And I started laughing again. And Annabelle looks at me and she's, my daughter behind me again. She got that sweater on. I said, yes. She goes, is she walking behind with the chair? I said, she is. So she turns around. They had their fun. They had a laugh. She puts the chair down. She leaves it behind. She puts the sweater on it. She comes over and she gives her mom a kiss and she goes off again. So she's not talking. She's just doing these little... Great eavesdropper. She is. And she's, I think, I think that... Oh, anyway, I could talk a, a ton about what I think that she's done mm-hmm. for her grandmother, for her mom, mm-hmm. for me, for herself. To me, this is the most beautiful hour on, it was a Saturday morning for four women to, to share together. It was just gorgeous. So then Hilda says to me, okay, I've got another one for you. She says, this is a really fun one. So she shows me that she's cremated. Oh, that's not fun. That's not the fun part, but I mean, she, great. she shows me she's cremated. So she shows ashes versus being buried at a cemetery in a grave, like in a plot with a casket, which is fine. And then she says to me, um, I've got to show you all kinds of things that go in my ashes. And I'm like, what? And she goes, oh yeah. She goes, look at all of these things. And I said, well, am I supposed to yell them out loud? And she goes, you could, this will be very fun. That goes in my ashes or oh, my ashes my, go in? Sorry. Her ashes go oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah. That Thank you, sense. Kelly. Like, what the fuck do you mix in those? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so she shows me. <laughs> It's funny given what the next message is. I hope everybody remembers what you just said, okay? So she shows me a necklace. So I I said, oh, well, first of all, Hilda's showing me that she was cremated, so she's ashes. Then she says she was put in a variety of things, and I'm going to name some. And she says she appears in different forms. And then I said, I'm going to repeat them as she says them to me. 
or as she shows them to me, or as I have an inner knowing. Mm -hmm. And so Annabelle goes, oh my God, she goes, you're going to use all these gifts? And I said, I am. I'm just going to just throw them together, Voria. So here's what came out. Engravings on jewelry, like a ring, a necklace, a watch, and a bracelet, both male and female. Tattoo, male and female. Mm, Oil can. Somebody put her in an oil can. <laughs> I, I don't even one, know what that means. I thought that one was really funny. This is a candle? An oil can. No. Like, you know when you don't take... Don't shame your, me for not knowing. No, no. I know I'm trying to explain it. I, I, I didn't mean to shame you in the least. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, like an... Um, I, I don't know how to word this. It's an old-fashioned oil can. It's probably now a little artifact that just sits in someone's house as a decoration. Oh. But it's it's what you would recall, what somebody back maybe in the 1920s would call an oil can. Okay. It hasn't clarified anything for me, but thank you. Oh, shoot. We might have to Google that later or YouTube it or something. But anyway, it's like it's an old-fashioned one. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a garden, like like to put out in your garden. What do you call that, Kelly? A garden rock, like where you would put the person's name engraved on it. Oh, we're on to something new. Yeah. So she shows me five or six things. And she says, and by the way, she says she's waiting to hear about the necklace because she's wearing me. And so I said to Annabelle, all of these different things. And I said, and Annabelle, I said, she's saying that the particular one for you is that underneath your shirt, you're wearing, and I think she had a like a blazer on. I said, you're wearing a necklace with her ashes in it. And she said, oh, yes, I am. I was waiting till you were done speaking. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was excited to show it to you, may I? And so she takes it out from underneath and she hangs it out and she brings it up so that I can see it. And um, her daughter comes running onto the screen with the oil can. <laughs> I just thought it was so sweet. Then she, Hilda says to me, I've got one more message and I'm, I'm done. So Hilda then disappears. And when she appears for me, she comes back and she has a younger body. She doesn't look the same. And she has a different color of hair, but you can see that it's still her. She's got a different, she's got more meat on her. She's just... She's more of a solid woman, right? She looks healthier. And her glasses are a different shape. There's just certain things that are different about her. She's wearing an apron. And I'm like, oh, you're younger. And she goes, yeah. She goes, because when I was younger, when Annabelle was younger, I was a really good cook and baker in our community. And she says, I liked liked to bake things. And I had certain aprons depending on what I was going to bake. She says, I just had a variety of aprons. I love them. I saved them. But eventually it was like, well, if I'm going to do my baking, I'll put this on. If I'm going to do my soups and stews, I'll put this on. I said, why? She says, I don't know. It was just fun. She says, my baking one was frilly. And she says, my meat and potatoes one was just a little bit more of a plain apron. And she says, so my granddaughter has my aprons. And she says, so when she's cooking, she puts them on, but she'll talk to me. She'll say, so uh, hi, Gran. <laughs> or, and sometimes she calls her Granny H. Hi, Granny H. 
she goes like this and she'll say, I'm going to bake, so I'll put this one on. And sometimes she'll say, no, I don't want to wear that one. I got one for Christmas. My kids gave me one. So one time she put two aprons on. <laughs> she put on her gra grandma H's apron and her new one that her family bought her because she was distraught that she didn't want to cook without granny H. So her granddaughter put the um, two aprons on. Well, do I need to tell you what happened? Oh, please do. Her daughter came in with two aprons on. <laughs> this girl stole the show. <laughs> yeah. And she knew it was the end. So she just pulled up a chair and she says, I, I, I know this isn't a, a group session and I didn't pay you appropriately because I've been, I've been bombing your session a little bit. She goes, this is a new kind of photo bombing. And she goes, I just wanted to sit at the very end and blow you a kiss. I can't thank you enough for helping my mom. Mm -hmm. She says, I just can't thank you enough for all of this. And I tried to act it out to bring Grammy right into it for real. She says, I hope you don't mind what I did. And I said, not at all, honey. I said, what you did was fun. It was loving. And that's exactly what your mom, you, and Hilda Mm -hmm. wanted at a year session. And I said, it is what Kelly and I want for everyone. Mm -hmm. We want the whole purpose that we do what we do is to help people heal and to heal through feeling love. That is it. So you just, you killed it. That was beautiful. What an energetic Saturday morning show. Yeah. Thank it you. absolutely was, Kelly. You're very welcome. And congratulations. Oh, thank you. That's that's a good Saturday. <laughs> you know, when you book people on Saturdays and you've you worked... You cross your fucking fingers and hope they're going to be nice to you. Yeah, because we work Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. So when we extend the week into Saturday, um, that's a six-day week for you and I. Mm -hmm. And that's... A, I mean, I know other people understand this. We're not the only people that do six days a week. It's takes a lot. It's different yeah. than just going into the office for a couple hours on a Saturday yeah. and crunching numbers or returning phone calls. It's like diarrhea. It's a, yeah, four <laughs> four times and nauseousness and napping before you go into work mm -hmm. um, to get the job done. So you do, you cross your fingers and you hope it's it's going to be a good day. And you hope that they're not going to be a no-show mm -hmm. and not care mm -hmm. or play games with you afterwards and say, um, oh, that's a terrible policy. I'm going to complain about you. I'm going to bash you. They have no idea how much thought and effort and part of our lives and our health go towards every single session mm -hmm. and every single effort we make for everything that we channel. Yep. Um, so anyway, I just, uh, it was a beautiful Saturday morning. Well, we're going to end on being grateful for that and for these three beautiful women. Yes. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.